it's all very grown up and organised. Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm a limited company. <laughs> and I'm working on it. <laughs> and this is Fools with Tools, a podcast for the gigging girth hockster. Gentlemen, how are we? How is everyone? Al, how are you and your limited company? Uh, serious. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, yes, so I now have an accountant of all things. Um, and yeah, I've not registered Al's Hack Shack. Um, I've kept that kind of on the back burner just because I might want to yeah. use that for a non-profit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so the company is called The Job Shack. Ooh. Which also kind of leaves it open to be whatever the fuck you want it to be. Yeah. What dirty jobs? What do you want it to be? Um, so yes, the Job Shack is a, a limited company. Nice. Um, of which I am the sole employee and uh, shareholder yeah. and uh, director. <laughs> how how can we buy shares in? Uh, when I float it on the stock market, when uh, when it it gets uh, valued at like 10 million or whatever <laughs> okay you're you're all welcome to i mean I'll, I'll open up the shares to fools first um brilliant but we'll go from there so we're talking a couple of weeks right at least i don't know uh, 20 20 20 bucks an hour is my going rate it's going to be a while <laughs> <laughs> okay okay um sweet is that it is that what you uh, well yeah no so uh, today finished my first uh like handyman gig which was very nice. I've been doing, I've been nice. doing various uh, sort of grunt work and and gardening, landscaping and stuff. But today was the uh, really nice hand handyman job. Just like here's a list of jobs, get them done, fix things, repair That's this. Great. Uh, do you know how to do electrical? Yes, do it's fine. Let's go. Um, I mean, there's then... some legality around doing electrical. No, there isn't. <laughs> For fuck's sakes. Okay, yeah, carry on. I mean, I was um, going to ask about the certification or quality. You're thinking of gas. For this kind of thing. Uh, I'm, thinking I'm, gas. I'm thinking of electrical as well. No, you're not. I can, I can repair a fucking extractor fan in a kitchen. Oh, yeah, that's... I'm not, I'm not wiring in mains voltage and... Yeah. Okay, cool. buttons. Yeah, I'm not doing uh, that. I'm not doing first yeah. fix shit. Cool. Second yeah, fix. Um, but which is great. It's all very nice. Um. And then instantly that just opened up like 10 other doors because it was like, yeah. oh, my neighbor needs this doing. Oh, do you want to come to my brother's house and renovate this uh, listed building? Do you want to do this? <laughs> like, yep, stick it on the list, give them a number. Um, mm -hmm. So it's great. So yeah, she was, she was very happy. And then uh, like instantly it's just six other avenues of just more work, more jobs, more potential, more opportunities. Yeah. Nice. Does this uh, differ or are you are you making it a point to be present and accounted for and good at what you do as compared to the people that you've had over at yours where you've complained like yeah. years back about the people yeah. trying to yeah, fix oh, the yes. kitchen it was like oh no you better yeah. not want to change the counter in your kitchen yeah yeah so and, and that's always going through my head it's like why can't this just be done properly and nicely okay. and when you said it was going that's to be so done nice and and for you know and this is this is how much it's going to be and how long it's going to take and and i'll 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 do that for you, but also there's a better way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I could fix that, but it's just going to happen. Like, mm. um, there was like a floating laminate floor in the kitchen, but it wasn't attached to anything, so it wasn't glued down or or nailed, pinned or anything. Mm. And all the all the boards are just separating. 
and, oh. and disappearing under the cabinets. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, can you put these back? I was like, yeah, but it's just going to happen again. Yeah. <laughs> like, who the fuck fitted that in the first place? Loads of people just do a floating floor. So if you've got, if you've got like a, a confined space yeah. and the floor isn't going anywhere, you just put it on top of the underlay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you sure you, 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 you glue it. No, it's on groove. It just, it just clicks in. But mm. w- when you've got an end and it just disappears under cabinets yeah, and you've yeah. got skirting boards, they're just going to move. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. well, I- I can put it back, but it's just it's just going to get worse again. Anyway, so this this was the theme of the day. It's like somebody's done this. Yes, somebody has fucking bodged your toilet flush, and we can rebodge yeah. it, or we can fix it properly this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. or I can replace the timer module in your extractor fan, and then it'll work properly. Yeah, <laughs> instead of just you know like it's like a far cry from my normal approach to things, which is like just bodge fucking it. bodge it until it works yeah. for myself. <laughs> When it's for someone else and it's it's actually they're paying and it's you know yeah when I'm gone they want it to just be normal and work mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's all by the book and it's all legit so it's a, it's been an interesting kind of couple of weeks actually fucking nice man nice yeah. and I've just hired a digger <laughs> <laughs> is it one of the ones that fits through a doorway yeah yes awesome like a three quarter ton one so it's tiny yeah um. Doesn't even have a closed roll cage. Just has yeah, like yeah. the one bar, yeah, like a like a fucking Miata, um, and yeah, it's going to be some some sweet rock demo coming in my near future. How exciting! I um, I can't wait to see that. <laughs> that sounds uh, that sounds fucking great, man. Um, congrats, uh, Brett. What about you? How are things in the sun? Oh well, you know, it's a real fucking adventure out there. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, I'm going to springboard off of what Al was saying. Uh, the last two weeks, I've I've been in the throes of, of like the final push, right, to get this thing put together. The trailer, sorry, yeah. And I knew for the longest time that the exterior was going to be something new to me, right? I've never dealt with aluminum. Um, especially stuff that's corroded and really old. And I don't know how to refinish that stuff. And I know everybody does the mirror polish. And we talked about this before. I'm making my strong argument against that, but I I kept having to confirm or reaffirm with the client that it's just, it's, it's kind of like somebody did a shitty job of trying to put this thing back together, similar Hmm. to Al's situation. And it's like, I could try, although I am not certified to be a detailer or anything like that. I'll try, or I could do it in a way that I think the things that are important are done correctly. And then aesthetically, we can just, I don't know, get somewhere close. And then maybe in the future, we can deal with it a little bit better. But really, this comes back to that main theme, which is, can I do a good job and can I leave it in working condition when it goes away from me. I'm more concerned that there's no giant holes in the outside. So I'm covering them with either new rivets or, or patches or something like that. Um, I'm less concerned with this like beautiful mirror finish and everything is perfect. That said, I've purchased two tools in the last two weeks spent, the better part of those two weeks, just trying to figure out how the hell to put this thing to a uh, aesthetically pleasing situation. And I think two days ago, I finally 
hit a moment of, okay, I think I know what the process is, but I had to go down and undo, undo. I just had to scrape a lot of that scar tissue off the top and uh, got a little bit deeper into things than I was expecting because, again, I don't really know how aluminum works <laughs> and I know I can overheat it and I can also eat through it really quickly if I go too aggressive. So I was basically doing a series of baby steps trying to just very softly touch the surface and make it look nice. And then two days ago, I finally just went, fuck it, I'm picking a panel in the back that if I fuck it up, no one will really see it. <laughs> and I just took uh, 120 sandpaper to it, which like, every forum, every detailer, every finisher that I looked at before this was like, don't touch it with sandpaper. <laughs> it's like, I okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll go elseways. Uh, so I finally did it the other day. It was just like, okay, fuck it. I've spent two weeks doing passes over the entire trailer. Turns out now I just need to do an entire pass with 120 and then another pass with 240. And then I can switch to my finishing tools right. and go for this matte finish. So the like panels that I've achieved in the last 24 hours, which the new schedule is wake up at 4.30, start working at 5, take a break for a few hours at noon, Second shift starts at three or four and then work until the sun goes down around eight, eight thirty. I hate it. <laughs> I don't ever want to do this again. Like I, I would love to do vehicles and, and work on cars like you guys do. And, you know, I'll, I'll love it when the landy really, I don't know if you're ever going to put so much work into it to like rehab it completely, but just the amount of talks that we talk about to make it look nice. Steve <laughs> It does look it does nice. Look nice. Yeah. How pissed <laughs> off. Jesus. Take offense to that. <laughs> Feel free to. Anyway, I don't really ever want to do this aspect of it. Like sanding is my least favorite thing to do ever in anything. I hate sanding. And aluminum dust is horrible for you. So I have to wear a mask and it's 110 degrees outside. And I'm just pushing through it because I know that the end game is in effect. Uh, all that said, me ranting about the trailer, as always, I did get a couple pieces of window hardware in. So now a couple of the windows open like they used to. And I Yay. can actually loop the windows out, which is nice. I have the window shades ready to be unpacked and installed. And uh, like a just just exterior finishing and cleanup. Eventually I will I will I think the game plan for the very last thing is put a jack underneath it, take one tire and wheel off and then because I am terrible about just guessing or looking things up. I don't know how this works for you guys, but you go online to look for an auto part and you're like that has to be the one <laughs> because it had me put in the exact specs and measurements and then you order it, it shows up and then it's wrong. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to physically take a 1965 tire and wheel to a tire store out here and go, give me four of these, <laughs> exactly four of these. I don't want to fuck this up. It's the last thing. And I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, I've been pushing back the, my goal in terms of, I wanted to try and get it done maybe by the end of June. That was unreasonable. It took the better part of two weeks for me to sort out how the exterior goes. So, I think the more realistic goal is by the end of this month, I'm going to have this thing ready to roll away. 
I think that's very generous. 11 more days or so, I think is totally doable if I can keep pulling this schedule. Nice. But that's it. It's just the trailer. Another yeah. another talk <laughs> about the trailer, but I am making progress. And I know I've shared on the Patreon, Instagram, if you guys have seen any of it, just going through these iterations of like, I think it looks nice. No, I'm not happy with it. Well, I think it looks a little bit better. Fuck that. It looks terrible. Now I have to sand everything. Yeah. But making progress, feeding squirrels. I have a jackrabbit that shows up now every evening, and he's delightful, but he won't let me get close to him at all. But I like his giant ears, and that's all that matters. Nice. Jackrabbit's <laughs> what about you? I have, isn't it? It's, yeah. They're built different. different. They yeah. built different. But, but hairs are. are built like hairs are massive compared to like you're right neither of them are rabbits yeah correct anyway uh yes uh well, i also i also uh, made an aluminium yeah. thing what did you make did you? Uh, like a pizza uh pail what are they peel. called peel peel yeah nice. I didn't have one. I, and i was, look, and I was sick of using a fucking oven tray that has a, <laughs> a lip that just smashes into your pizza every time you try and use it yeah well genuinely after this project is over i can see a lot of reasoning for using things like aluminum in projects. It's just, you know, it's this fucking Airstream thing. It's just this giant mass of aluminum and it's all bent up and stuff. The fact that it is 60 years old and really I just had to refinish it and it looks great. That's nice. It's, it's great that corrosion can happen if it's not taken care of, but really it doesn't rust. And like, if you take care of it, it'll last forever. It's easy to work with. You can cut it with woodworking tools. All of that is great. Although, but fuck aluminum at the same time. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, segueing beautifully into what I've been up to. If Go you build on. a marquee out of it, the pipes bend. Like, so you, you know that uh, the marquee that we used at the festival? Yeah. Uh, not only do we bend one of the things when we're putting it up and it's now got a little kink in it, uh, when we were trying <laughs> to take it down, uh, when we were trying to take it down, two more of them bent. And it wasn't even that windy. It was just the weight of its own self bent the fucking aluminium because. <laughs> Um, I, th I think the worst bit about it is that it work hardens, right? So yeah. if you ever pinch it or bend it or whatever, it's hardened. And then if you ever try to reshape it from that, you're really asking for trouble. Yeah, unless, unless you temper it again, I guess. But. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, and it's just uh, such a fucking ball ache. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, because we were at a festival. Um, and I was referencing Al because Al was there as well. Woo! Um, yeah, it was the Wild Innes Festival, which is very, very close to Wilderness. And I think that's kind of the point, but there is a wilderness festival and a wilderness gathering it's in the UK already. Fucking stretch. Somebody yeah. thought it was a good pun, but it was. Yeah, it's. And everyone's just been calling it, calling it the the wild uh, wilderness festival, and then going, "Oh no, wait, it's not. It's the wild inners." And it's just <laughs> there, there, there were one or two bad things about the way that they uh, did that. But anyway, uh, the actual festival itself was really, really good fun. Uh, we got to hang out with Pete who uh, calls everyone Dave and put the the most basic like bargain basement, like 50p for 400 burgers for everyone else. And then was cooking himself and us like venison steaks and <laughs> random other steaks. And it was brilliant um, because he, uh, he took a shine to us because uh, we had Al with us and I was like, you should meet Al. He likes barbecue as well. Um, it is the right practice to meet Al. Yeah, Correct. exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, the festival itself was really good fun. Got to meet some very cool people there. 
um, including a bunch of people whose names I forgot instantly. But Pablo. I was just about to say his name was Pablo because I now follow him on Instagram. Um, and he's making me a, well, he's handling a knife that I made at the festival because so basically Pablo came along and he was like, I don't want to make what you're making. Can I make a knife? And I was like, well, n- yeah, I guess. Uh, so we kind of like very quickly whilst uh, between other sessions made a couple of like little bushcrafter sort of knives, um, which he then took on uh, back to Germany and he's putting handles on them both. Um, one for me, which was the one that I demonstrated to him how to make it. And Can you just that. rewind a little bit, Steve? What were you doing yeah. at the festival? Uh, yes, I. So at the festival, I Context. was there. Sorry, I was representing uh, Thornwood Forge, um, so Joe's business. Um, so it was myself, Jimmy, and the lovely Al. Um, and we were there in our bright orange t-shirts, uh, doing like have a go sessions and selling our wares. Um, and we also took the grinder along, which is why we managed to do the the knives. Which was it's the first time we've done an event where we've had the grinder there as well um and it was so useful it was really good really nice having that there um and yeah we just did a lot of uh like say have a go uh, sessions and and stuff like that um it wasn't a particularly huge festival so it wasn't like mad rushed which was actually really nice it meant we got to kind of chill out and enjoy things a little bit more um al cooked some simply incredible like shawarma sort of things um that we ended up we were planning on giving out when we were doing the evening demonstration but because the timings got kind of mucked up we ended up having to just go out to random people who were sat around campfires going do you want a kebab pork or chicken (laughs) and people just looking at us going who what why it was like that would be the best camping experience ever (laughs) yeah it it was great so many people loved it um but yeah did that and it was it was it was really good fun um it uh it was the first year they've run it so there was a lot of stuff that was a bit um just not not very polished bit rough around the edges um and they had a bunch of people that dropped out last minute um which is kind of unfortunate but i think next year it should be bigger better and um i i hope we'll be back um but we'll see um what else uh and from that um it was it was really nice because we obviously took a load of joe's axes um along but i also had the the land rover axe there just as the axe that we were using to cut shit up and um a bunch of people that spend their time using axes um actually getting to pick it up and handle it and these these weren't like my friends that just wanted to make me feel better these were like people who were quite happy to say no i don't like it um were very very complimentary about it so i uh, made a plan that um not the week I got back, but the week after, I was going to sit down and make a load of, well, not sit down, but like get into the workshop and make a load of these um, these Land Rover axes. That would have been this week. Um, so when Joe got in on Monday, because Joe was away in Sweden, um, I'm like, right, okay, so I'm going to make four of these Land Rover axes and two of these and some other bits as well. And uh, instead, I've been making knives because we talked about knives. And I was just like, oh, I'm going to make that. Um, so next week is Land Rover axes. Um, but last week I made a bunch of the little, the mini knives that I make at festivals because I, there's always a little bit of scrap. So I made, uh, one at the festival and was like, actually, every time I post these people want them. So I'm going to make a batch of them and see if they sell. And this month was the first time I have ever managed to pay my mortgage 
purely on things that I have made and then sold, hey. which felt fucking great. Um, I definitely need to make and sell some more things because I, I like to eat. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, it was such a good feeling to go actually, you know, within, and it was, it was literally within like two days. I was like, right, I can actually make my mortgage payment now, um, which is fucking awesome. Um, and uh, yeah, so let's say this week, sorry, I, I got distracted trying to remember what I was talking about. Um, so next week, I know, <laughs> right? So next week, I'm uh, going to crack on with the Lion Rover Axis and try and sell a few of those. Um, this week, I was basically just finishing up a load of uh, knives that I'd started throughout the years um, and making a couple of others that I wanted to make for a while. And it's so nice being in a position where I can start a project and have the time to because i'm managing my own time i can see it all the way through to the end i can make a whole thing rather than starting it and then not being able to not having the time to work on it for another six months mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. when i do have the time it's like well actually i kind of want to do this other thing now and having a bunch of unfinished projects um so yeah finishing up a few little things which hopefully one of them will be out and for sale probably by the end of tomorrow uh, fingers crossed, um, which is just a little sloid that um, it was just like a laminate blade that I'd made some time ago. Um, and this is one of the other things is I'm now in a position where I no longer have to do this thing where I make something and then it's so long before I finish it that I don't know what the actual details of it are. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this is uh, going to be the last one of those. And then everything after this is going to be a bit more up to date. But this week's been really nice because it's been lots of little niggly bits that i've been like going on for a little while so there's the the slide that i'm finishing up there's a bunch of like little um uh like uh lambs foot um knives that i'm finishing up some uh, my friction folder i finished that up finally um and i also made the new touch mark um which turned out super super well and i'm really really pleased with because it means that i can actually now stamp a touch mark on blades rather than just not being able to stamp anything on it um and doing some bottle openers as well um just mucking around with some designs for that because <clears throat> as well as having you know we've we've got some really nice knives and axes and things like that but one of the things we noticed at the festival is that there's no kind of like entry-level products that people can buy everything that we've got is is quite expensive um so we've we've been playing around with some ideas for some other products that we can produce that are quick and easy to produce that um that aren't gonna be very expensive um i played around with a design for this bottle opener that um i am making for a friend of mine um and tested it out tonight and it actually works so i'm i'm happy about that but it does mean that i'm drinking san miguel which i'm not happy about because <laughs> it that doesn't deal well with my stomach um and yeah and we've uh, joe's made um some little candle holders that have like got nails on so you can just hammer them into the wall and it's it's really fucking good guys like it's it's fucking incredible to be in a position now where we're like we need to do a thing let's just go and do the thing and not have to go oh yeah but you've got to do this and whatever um so yeah things things are going really well we just need to um we're i'm putting a thing out at the moment trying to get hold of some markets that we can attend so we can actually sell this stuff that we're making um but yeah it's it's been really good i'm I'm excited to to be in a position where I can finish product uh, projects off and I can complete a project within a week rather than it taking several years. So it sounds like you've got a few things in the bag. 
Oh, yes. That that I have. Uh, and speaking of bags, uh, do you want bags? <laughs> do, do you want to? Other do, containers are available. Because <laughs> you've done your. Because yeah, you, do you want to talk about it? Actually, so we're, talking, we're going to talk about tools. <laughs> we're going to talk about tool 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 kits, tool boxes. Yeah, Brett. Tool kits. Day bag. A day bag. Mine's an Asda bread pallet. <laughs> Because <laughs> my landlady used to work at Asda, and the yeah. loft is full of them. Um, but however, um, it's actually quite useful because they're quite wide, and you can carry quite a lot of shit in them. Yeah. Um, so, because I've been kind of a jack of all trades for the past couple of weeks, going from you know, yeah, building work, renovating, um, gardening, landscaping, uh, handyman jobs, electrical, you know kitchen fitting things like that um it's dawned on me that it's really important you know what tools you take into a job <laughs> um and my first approach was just fill the car with everything i own and then i know i've got everything when i get there yeah. and it's like that's fine but when you're being paid by the hour you don't want to be spending five minutes looking for something yeah or, or like oh, I, know, I know that tiny philip said is in here somewhere um mm -hmm. so you know how how to go about not just organization but even as far as we, like a couple of years ago we talked about the um the little module that would fit on the back of your pickup truck yeah depending on what job you were going to that day mm -hmm. and it would all be kitted out with everything you needed and you could just drive away confident that yep. it would happen so i'm gonna basically take that approach for day-to-day -day job work where it's just like yep. right Today's job is um, basic plumbing. Yeah. Right. Here's 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 the tools I need. Um, in something that's easy to carry, could take in the house, uh, sling back in the you know, and and I've even got as far as organising like writing down a list of everything I need. What yeah. do I need for clear up? What do I need for you know repairs? What do I need for your tools and and, and mm -hmm. materials and, and consumables and stuff? Um, do I need power tools? If so, charger, you know, everything that I need on the job. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, right, tomorrow I'm back there. I'm going somewhere else. I'm going somewhere else. Right. Toolkit number two. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's even like, right, what can I sling in a bag? Is that going to be easier? What have I got in a box? Um, Cause I find that mentally I like knowing, like if I go camping or I go uh, to a party or anything, or, you know, I take everything that I think I could possibly need, like all yeah. bases covered. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Um, spare chair for someone, you know, like everything. Ram it in the car, fill the car up, just drive. And then yeah. I've, I, my, my brain can switch off and I'm like, right, I'm happy now. But I found that past past few days, it's like, no, I really need to be really focused on the specific things that I need. Yeah. And almost like the bare minimum, like what's what's the lowest common denominator of yeah tools and equipment that I need. So I'm not fucking about. And I'm not traipsing a load of shit into people's houses. Like the amount of the amount of job sets I've been on where there's just shit everywhere, tools everywhere, tools in the way, you're tripping over stuff. And it's like I, I'm sure tradies will know all this. Yeah. But they're probably doing one specific thing to a schedule. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, get a phone call, can you come round at two o'clock? <laughs> you know, um I need this fixing. So yeah. mm -hmm. um I need a step rebuilding in my front front of my house right okay yeah. shit <laughs> what do i need chisel <laughs> uh, mortar trowel you know yeah bucket um 
so I'd love your guys' takes on it because because obviously Brett, you're, you're you're doing something different. I mean, yeah, you've been working on a project quite solidly yeah. for for a bit, but normally you're in a similar space, Steve. One day you need a clipboard and a black tie. The next day, you need... <laughs> I mean, like, I, I love, I love the fact that you were, you were saying like, what's the the minimum you can take? And like, as soon as you started talking, I was trying to remember the name of it, so I, I, I had to Google it. Um, but it's the the Studley tool chest, the one that everyone like idolizes, where it's got everything, and it's, it's this guy built the tool chest, and it's perfect, and it's got all of the tools that he needs for the job that he does, but nothing else, nothing extra. Yeah. There is like there is zero wasted space in that. Yeah. yeah. Um and I mean like he's got a, a shitload of tools in there, but it's all very specific for the for the job that he's doing. Like um, cabinet or cabinet making or something. Yeah, yeah. And um and I do I really like that and I really appreciate that because like I say, you know that he can just open that, lay his hand on the thing, and it's there. And like when I was doing um uh when I was a mechanic for a while, like it, it was the same thing like the tool chest you i used to get really annoyed when people used to put things back in the wrong place it's like i don't have time to go fucking hunting around for it yeah yeah I, it needs to be either be in my hand on the trolley or in the right fucking drawer yeah. that's it like that that's the only but that, that's that's great when you've got routine and you've got yeah, yeah. memory and you're doing the same shit yeah but the challenge i've got is like well i'm not doing yeah. that <laughs> and and that's that's why you don't you need know, any of that shit yeah that's why i think like going well i don't need to take all that and i can't yeah. take an entire fucking snap-on tool chest with me to every job so and yeah. and bear in mind Just when i get home my hobbies and mm. pastimes are also using tools and, yeah. and, I, and i can't afford to have you know home tools and work tools so it's the yeah. same tools so like you know i get home tonight and i'm trying to fucking make some wooden bushings for yeah. trailing arm yeah. <laughs> and, and all the things that go with it and and it's like I, i've got a put down on the fucking around time of like packing yeah. and unpacking stuff sorting stuff and finding stuff i, yeah. I spent I, I, I spent so much of my life looking for shit and it, yeah. it drives me up the fucking wall yeah so this is one of the problems that i had um before when i was like working in three different places and like i've got my garage here um the house here the workshop down in the village my parents place um and my tools were just spread out through all of them and you can yeah. guarantee doesn't matter what i'm doing or which one i'm in the tool that i need mm. to do that job the wire strip is here in the book. Yeah, yeah. yeah and and so i have i i've got a um i've i've, I've got those boxes with all the little dividers in mm -hmm. and i've got one of those for just electrical stuff if i'm doing anything electrical it's all in there it's got the wire strippers in it's got this in it's got that in um and yeah i've got my my general tool bag which i just take everywhere that's the the one that i took to the um uh the job in woking that's the one i took to the festival and that started as a festival toolkit toolkit because it was just like i don't know what i'm gonna need but i'd rather have it and not need it than need it yeah. and not have it apart from uh cut off discs apart from cut off discs which obviously <laughs> i would forget um but you know, like, so generally, I know that if I've got my tool bag, uh, the drill driver, and the um, angle grinder, as long as I've actually got the cutoff discs, I'm pretty sound. Like, I I can do most things with that. Um, but that toolkit has been curated over years, um, and I know what's in it. And I think it's more about knowing what's in it than having the right thing, because we are all very good at using tools for things they aren't intended for, but if you go 
oh, I think I've got this one specific tool in there somewhere and you spend 10 minutes looking for it but can't find it. I, I don't know about you guys, but I get stuck in the fucking zone and I'm like, but I need to use that thing. I can't think of another way around it now. Yeah. Whereas it, I know if I've only got, you know, this small selection of tools, I'm like, right, well, how can I do it with the tools that I've got? And I'm much mm-hmm. more creative when I'm... um when I know that I'm limited rather than when I think, oh, that thing's there, because then I just, I'm stuck down that, that pathway. Yeah. I've, I've, I've got two modes. I've got, can I do it all with a Leatherman and some yeah. WD-40? Yeah. Or I need the exact fucking tool that I bought for this very specific one thing that I'm only going to ever yeah. do once. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and I'll be fucked if I can't find it. I'm going to spend three hours stripping the workshop out to find that one drill bit that I bought. For yeah. This. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I've only got those two extremes. There's nothing in between. Yeah, same. And it's it's really easy to um, to get stuck in that. I think another important aspect of this is also storage seems to be a thing that I'm like I've bounced back and forth on, right? The idea that Steve's talking about his tool chest when he's working as a mechanic, when you have a base, right? A shop that you're in, I like to know that that tool chest is always in order and everything's back in its place. When it comes to this traveling or doing job site work, um, or when you guys are traveling for the festivals, the idea that you're able to have a few containers, you know, everything exists inside of those containers Things can be switched out or easily pulled out if, if you use them at home like Al. But everybody and their fucking brother uses a different kind of tool organizer or box yeah. or storage or pack out stuff. Or if you buy this red brand of tools, they all stack on top of each other. And then look how nice it is that you can wheel them all out together and take individual containers off. There are aspects of that that I really, really like. I thought about doing that for the trailer, that I would just have everything in, you know, I would buy a bunch of these boxes so they all look the same, and then I would put everything inside the boxes. Um, I have a really hard time finding organization options that don't piss me off. (laughs) <laughs> like I spend money on them and then yeah. it's just like, it's just a fucking box that has yeah. like some kind of design element to it. You know, Ooh, the latches are kind of nice, but really it's just a container Yeah, and eventually everything gets chucked inside. So your smallest bits are at the bottom of the box and then you, you just can't really, God, I am so fucking distracted. I'm pulling a sleeve right now. <laughs> you can't show jazz playing while I'm trying to talk. Anyway, I kind of want to know if you guys have, found anything or if there's uh i feel like a lot of the older people that i knew when i was getting started at this it would be like using milk crates in a really interesting fashion or ammo boxes or other kind of things that are just storage devices yeah but because they were so inexpensive it's like yeah you can get fucking 50 of them they may not be perfectly organized by drawer but you can just get a load of them and they all kind of have their own unique cool aesthetic to them yeah. but they work as a group. I cannot bring myself to spend money on stuff like that nowadays because they just end up being plastic boxes that take up space yeah. that I don't want to put anything in because I forget it's there. Side note, asterisk, this is also why I don't have drawers <laughs> in my living space. I'll forget yeah. shit if I put them in drawers. So every, yeah. all of my clothes are hanging or they're folded and exposed. Yeah. There's no object permanence. I was going to say, yeah, you guys have seen my kitchen. Exactly the same reason. If I've got 
like cupboards with closing doors. I forget shit's there. Um, I do remember that a couple of years ago. If you just bring yeah. it, I go, Steve, do you have this? And you're like, I have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Have a look. Um, but yeah, out on the side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's funny you say that because I, uh, with the, the the kind of working in the film industry thing, like I, I have other jobs uh, potentially coming up, and one of the things that I got really frustrated with uh, the last time around is having to lug my all my tools in and out every week in like the the containers that they came in, and I'm like, I, this would be so much easier if I had a stackable system that had wheels on it. I could just wheel the whole lot in rather than doing like six different trips. And yes, hundred percent, that is what I'm looking into at the moment. And same same problem. I'm like, they're all plastic shit, and like, I don't want to add more plastic to the world. And also, like, I don't. I don't particularly like a lot of them and they don't stack right and all this. And you know, when we're doing the festivals, we, we have, um, yeah, old ammo crates because we can just chuck shit in, lock it up. They're watertight and they're strong enough that we can carry, we can fill it full of metal and it will be able to lift it up. That's what they're designed for. Um, I even looked at making my own like leather and canvas bag to carry like blacksmithing tools in just so that when i'm going between my workshop and joe's workshop or a festival or whatever i've got just a tote bag that i can i know what i can put all my tools in i can pick it up and go um but yeah in terms of the actual stacking things like i know laura did the thing with like the the like the the spy container stuff that she had and the uh the airport no it's airplane meal cart trolley things like those systems and i love them i love the um the spy one that she had where you know she plugged it in and then all of her charges instantly had power with like one plug and stuff like that um and i'd love to do something like that but it's just not really practical for the sort of stuff that i want i need something that is that is modular that you know i can take like al says if i need to take everything i can take everything if i only need to take like two of the six boxes I don't want to have to spend half an hour unloading them into another box. I want to be able to just grab those boxes and go. Um, and yeah, I have yet to find a decent um, system for that. I, th- I think that's the point because I'm going to make essential. Like Jamie Reedick turned up with this, like yeah, you know, fully organized stackable locking system, blah, blah blah blah, and like he didn't know anything was. And like, you'd ask him, like, where's this? And he's like, oh, it's in one of them boxes. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, and then the other extreme, Soph just had, like, one of those, like, $5 plastic, like, um, draw things. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, with the black legs and the clear yeah, yeah. plastic things. Yeah. And he had everything he needed in it. And you could see through it. So you could see where everything was. Yeah. And it was just like, this is really, and it's really light and it's really yeah. easy. Um, and, like, the stacking thing, like, again, like, if I'm not spending my time looking for things, I'm spending my time picking something off the top of something else to get to yeah. the thing that's at the bottom of the pile. And it's like, no matter yeah. which order I stack them in, I always need the thing that's the third yeah. one it, down. It, it needs to open from the front rather yes. than open from the top. Open from the fucking... It, how how do people not make this? <laughs> like, Jesus. But the thing is, is like, and it, it needs to open from the front, not not in like having drawers that are all like an inch or two inches yeah. thick. I'm not, I'm not organizing screws. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I want to be able to chuck a load of power tools in there, but open it yeah. from the front like, and not I... gouge myself with a chisel. Or like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the uh, answer? No. There obviously isn't an answer because 
to you guys' point, everyone's got a different way of doing it. Yeah. Every manufacturer's got a different system. And it's like, they're all, like, it sounds like we need to make our own. I do, um, I do like the, the, as a product. the airport trolley thing because it's robust, yeah. lockable, has drawers. Yeah. I just, but yeah. the wheels are too small on it. So you can't do like, you couldn't push that across gravel. I know, but that, gravel I'm... airplanes have you been in? <laughs> like, but that's what I mean. It's like, it, it, it doesn't, yeah. But, but things like <laughs> that that you can modify. Where yeah. it's it's not serving its original purpose, right? But you make an all-terrain version of it just by putting a few couple larger wheels on yeah. it. I don't know. Yeah. That's a fun little project, but no one sells something like that because then it becomes too niche, right? Yeah. How many people need that exact thing but with giant wheels on it? There's probably not a huge market Three. for it. Three people right Three. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, but I'm I'm fascinated by this idea of a we want organization, or at least specifically me, I want organization because it helps me purge having to remember. Yeah. Right. If I just, yeah. if I set it up once and I know that's what's in that drawer, I never have to think about it again. So there is no searching. Yeah. We've talked about this yeah. multiple times. It's the clean shop, happy shop thing. But the idea that this trailer happens to be like, it's not mine, right? It's going to go serve different purposes with different people. The idea that there's going to be, different workshops and different makers going in there doing different things so i need to be able to kit it out with the basics of a little bit of everything yeah i will organize it the way that i think it should be organized from the beginning <laughs> but what if i end up showing up to hang out and see an event and then i go to open a drawer where the pencils are supposed to be and suddenly none of them are in there it's like hey uh are you out of pencils where are the pencils we've, we've go, discussed oh. this you need a freddy got fingered sausage pencils yes in every room in every building in the world yes where there's just I still, pencils hanging from the ceiling i still plan on doing almost like the uh i don't want to do it exactly like a bank but i really wanted to just put chains on the ends of the pencils and just drill a bunch oh, of screws I you meant have like a a, a a pneumatic tube system <laughs> oh. where you just put a little pencil in a little container yeah. and then it just sends it to where the pencil needs to be that would that would be really amazing i've always wanted one of them there was one in safeway for the cash ones yeah like, that, that's cool I want one in my so house fucking cool. for some reason um i just, just i want to be able to organize better I yeah feel like my options are limited just a very quick one uh before anybody emails us or messages in fuck we've got a load of emails i need to send them as well uh before anybody emails or messages us individually the makita max pack case system is basically what i've just been talking about it's a uh, stackable containers that have drawers out of the front um and it looks like they're like almost deep enough that you can put power tools in um but i'd have to do a little bit more investigation but like genuinely that's the first time i've seen some that look kind of useful well uh, think think about if all of us have a circular saw and that just happens to be one of the tools that you take on a job day yeah. gig day what do you put a circular saw in does it go in a large tub with a bunch of other hand tools power tools or do you put it back in at least what it used to be which is its own fucking box the, that the is fucking molded that's <laughs> yeah. the stupidest box it's more duct tape it's more duct tape than it is box now the like uh i remember Jimmy would get tools from sponsors and the first thing that would happen is like the tool comes out and then whatever that molded plastic box would yep. just get thrown into the back of the shop. <laughs> so it was like, we're never going to use that. 
it's going to sit somewhere else. But obviously that's, you know, those tools really left that shop yeah, space. Yeah. So it was yeah. just about organizing around uh, where they, where the 15 circular saws needed to go. But in these, in this mobile workshop in what Al's doing. And then when you guys are going to festivals, what, what are you actually carrying? And I love the idea that Al is taking the time to put lists together and organize things accordingly. Cause I have a few plastic bins that are just, it's like, here's all the plumbing stuff I use for the house with leftovers. And then here's electrical stuff from the house and leftovers. They're all just in one bin that is general bullshit having to do with this thing. But how deep into the organization do you actually get? Steve, for you guys to be able to show up to a place and efficiently unload, set up, and then pack up at the end of it, you'd want organization and hopefully minimal tooling. Hmm. Al, yeah. if you have an entire day where the person's like, I got 15 tasks to do around the house. If you have a box for every single one of those things, that's awesome. But that will probably, no pun intended, stack up, right? Where you now have more than you need of all of these boxes because really you only need the screwdriver from that box, but you're taking the whole fucking box because you don't want to take the screwdriver out of that box. So how how much do you get into the weeds there before you start? And this is if you have the availability. How do you invest into like multiple tools, right? Well, now I have a box that is for brick and mortar work, but then sometimes there's some reused tools. You could reuse some of those tools in bathrooms if you need to do some tiles or something like that. Do you have two separate boxes for those and then switch out the tools or do you just buy double of everything? That's what I've ended up doing. I've, I've got like doubles and it's, I really hate doing it. And yeah. I've got like, you know, this screwdriver there, that one for the car. And then it's like, well, I need two 14 spanners because you've got to get the nut and the bolt. So then you know, I've, I've sets of two yeah. spanners, more, multiple yeah. sets. And it's just like this. But it, I'm just sorry, Steve. Just, it's, you know, Equilibrium, right? The movie. Yeah. The amazing <laughs> gun movie. Carter. Yeah. The gun, right. The gun carter, right? They kind of like analyze thousands and thousands of um, gunfights to statistically calculate where to shoot. Yeah. So surely, like with all the work that goes on in the world, is there nobody auditing it and working out like what is the best approach to this? Because this, 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 this is everything. This is like factory work, you know, like. Yeah, but it's, it's so specific to the, like, there's no one. There is, but there's, what I mean is like logically and statistically, there's got to be a way to like calculate this without yeah. just random people go, oh, I reckon what you need <laughs> to do is have a belt and everything's on your belt. But I mean, I, but the thing is, is like for some people having a tool belt is the best option. For some people having uh, a box is a better option because they're crawling around in, in funny spaces. This is like, it, it is so specific to not just the job, but the task at hand. So there are going to be some days where, yeah, you need to have fucking everything there. But there are going to be other days where you literally just need a hammer and a nail or screwdriver, or whatever. Like, I mean, to to Brett's question, like for for me, the way that I try to organize stuff is I have that that one tool bag that has got it's a general purpose tool bag. It has got a load of shit in it. I'm not going to need everything for every job, but it's got most of my shit in it. Um, and that would be like in if I was doing a stacking system, like that would be the the main like bulk one. Like that's the starter. 
And then if I need to add other things on, like if I need to take my circular saw or if I need to take um, some plumbing stuff, like that's a separate box that goes on top. You have like your base level of tools and then add your, your extras on top. So you don't have a screwdriver in every bag. You have one bag that you take on every job and then your other bags that you take with it. Right. Ow. Can we get, you know, the little um, Nintendo Wii Disney thing? Is it called Amiibo or something? Yes. The little toys. Well, you went too far you... back. You went too far back in the series of Nintendo products, but yes, the Switch play... has Amiibos. No, you get them on the Wii as well. Can the, you? Um, yeah, yeah. They were like little toys, Steve, and each toy had an NFC chip in, and you, you used it to play like Kingdom Hearts. And you'd oh scan, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd scan the toy, the yeah, physical yeah. object, and it yes. would know which character it was. Yeah, right? yeah, I'm with you. Um, can we not do this in real life? Can we not have some? So, right, Samsung promised years ago a fridge that would uh, have a camera in it. It would scan every every bit of food yeah. you put in the fridge, so it knew what was in the fridge to the extent that it would know when the sell by date was. It would be able to give you recipes, and it was like, this is great. Never happened. Yeah it never became a thing um even though it's fucking genius right can we not do this with tools so like somehow you're like i know where the screwdriver is it's there like you've got your own little sort of tech virtual digital assistant saying like you got three sheets of sandpaper left <laughs> uh, it's in the bottom right hand box yeah i mean i mean i i love this idea but now i'm having flashes of international spy coach. movie where you like walk into your workshop and you press a button and then all the walls start to rotate and you're like plumbing and then that everything basically, goes, yeah. <laughs> I, I literally I mean that I mean, I mean I, that's what I want in my life I would love to be able to do that and go blacksmithing and then all of the walls just <laughs> nothing but like hammers and hand tools that's oh my it. god so yes I would love that but the reason I, I think, and to be honest, like this is why the the kind of the mobile systems tend to be pretty shit, is because the vast majority of people that use tools for their job tend to have one trade. I mean, everyone get yeah, there's a bunch of handymen, but they have one trade, and you know they have all the tools that they need for that, and generally they keep it in a van, and their van is organised like a workshop, mm. and handymen they keep all their tools in a van, and their van is organised like a workshop um like it's it's quite a um a niche thing and i think that's why there's not a a huge um industry behind it because most people just keep everything that they need or everything they're liable to need in the van like there might be like one or two specialist tools that they don't take with them to every job um that they keep in a garage or a lockup or something but for the vast majority of the time, it's just they keep everything in the van and they know where everything is. So they're not spending time looking for it because they have a, a vehicle that is dedicated to that purpose and that vehicle becomes their workshop. Mm. So, yeah, and if there are any tradies listening, they're obviously getting very angry right now and shouting and like, oh, I'm use this because it's tried and tested, it works. And blah, blah, blah. Let's move it into the sort of makerspace then. Yeah. Because if we're getting to more to like hopefully more community events and camps and things like maker central where we're going and we're building things and we're making things and we're taking tools and we need things there's a lot of people that need to take specific things and, and a lot of conversations about what do we need is this going to be there 
you know, yeah. am I allowed to bring this? What oh, have they got power for this? You know, like um I think there is definitely a need in our sphere mm. um for this kind of like flexible approach to tools or like, you know, have I got what I need? What's the bare minimum? Yeah, um, have I got too much, you know, like compromise and, and again we haven't all got vans and we haven't all got yeah um you know multiples of everything so i think maybe this this niche market is us yeah and 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 the maker community and like how how we go about it um especially if it's a mobile thing or yeah or going to an event like 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 the um the wilderness festival yeah yeah the, the, this bushcraft bushcraft event it was a great example because everyone was there and they'd all brought their bushcraft stuff you know yeah. everyone had brought their axe and their knife and their um little gas stove and you know all the things that they would traditionally take camping yeah but then we needed cut off it you know i, I went yeah. around a fucking bushcraft festival full of people in like land rovers and they all laughed at me when i said has anyone got any cut off discs yeah and it was like, well, surely these are normal things that you probably use every single day. Yeah. Why are you all laughing <laughs> yeah. at me? And it's like, I, yeah. I probably have some in my car, but I yeah. came down in a fucking Persia. I know I have, a, yeah. I have an angle grinder. I have an exactly. old yeah. angle grinder with cutoff and flap disc just in the yeah. back of my truck. Yeah. It just yeah. lived there. Yeah. Just, I, just, just thinking of the stuff we needed. Yeah. Just just to run a a, a simple demonstration. and, and it, But even things like the the display stand. And like, yeah. you know, to be able to cook as well, it, it suddenly becomes quite a complex need state. I think. Mm -hmm. mm. I mean, like, I think if because if you don't have a dedicated vehicle for it, it it does become because it's the same thing. Like, if I'd been in my car, I guarantee there would have been cut off discs. <laughs> but because I was borrowing dad's, it, I didn't. And um, and like, because I built years ago, I built a a little like box thing for the land rover and the idea was that I'd, I'd keep a load of tools in it i'd keep a load of this in it and i'd do all this and um and what i found and like the top of it became murphy's bed and it was great but what i found is i was made just a murphy bed on top yeah uh i was constantly taking all the tools out of it because i was i needed them all the time and i ended up having two of the little ammo crate things um because i could just chuck tools in there and then grab them out put take them into other workshops put them in other cars or whatever and i think from what you've well what we've been talking about like the 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 ideal is some some kind of container that is small enough that you can pick it up and carry it so it's got handles on it of some description um big enough that you can get most of your tools in it or in multiples of it, of it and um ideally stackable yeah. or at least like flat so that you know they can go on top of each other even if they don't lock into place and yeah, you know, that that is what what's out there and what's available. It's just the fact that then none of them quite fit the exact niche that we all want. So the, we basically have like two options, which is deal with the the shitty subpar options that are out there that are all plastic and shit. Modify like ammo crates or um, airplane cabinets or spy crates or whatever, or make our own completely from scratch, like studly did and yeah there's a lot of people in in the maker community that will just be like fuck it i'm gonna spend six months and i'm gonna make the perfect tool chest stacking system that's for me but it will be for them rather than for everyone because again going back to what you were saying earlier i don't think there is a one size fits all for tool 
carrying systems, tool storage systems. Unless we make a Zorg ZF1. Yes. It's got everything. And it's Basically, just one thing. Basically, just, just take a Leatherman. Like, <laughs> don't, don't worry about everything else. If you can't do it with a Leatherman, you can't do it. It's fine. Um, but I do think, <clears throat> excuse me, that's something else that's worth, like, to go back to what you were saying right at the beginning, is, like, sometimes you do end up taking a load of shit that you don't need because, you know, you have a tool that it might not do it perfectly, but it does a good enough job. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I think it's about finding the balance as well because, you know, you're in a position now where before you you were just doing it for yourself so you could bodge it and it was fine. I, yeah. I would have I would have if I was fitting blinds in my own house, yeah, I would have cut them to length with an angle grinder. Yeah. But today, for the first time in about twenty five years, I used a mitre Yeah. Thing, you know, with a yeah. little like yeah. forty five and ninety degrees and a hacksaw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's called a speed square, Al. No, the no. thing you saw. saw oh, oh, a miter box? Yeah. An actual yeah. miter box? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Not, that, not the one with the actual saw attached that's useful. I know. I know. But that is amazing. Yeah. That yeah. is amazing. <laughs> but that, that's what I mean. It's like you're, you're in a position now where you're not quite at the point where, you know, it's worth having a van with everything in it, mm. but you need more than just a Leatherman and an angle grinder. And that that is a for most people that's a kind of a temporary state because you're going to get to the point where you need the van or you're going to say fuck this i don't want to do it anymore and go back to just using the leatherman and the angle grinder i'm really looking forward to getting more involved in this idea in the future too um but i think the trailer is going to be a little bit of a of a learning experience when it comes to traveling and what tools get used in there, or what kind of stays in there. Um, but this may be something to kind of play around with um, personal fabrication. It's like, can I make a, a gig box or a, <laughs> I thought you meant like weird science <laughs> personal fabrication, personal fabrication. Um, no, the idea that I can make something that is, it's more one-off because it's very much for me, right? So yeah. I, maybe I can go and buy something pre-made and then gut it and then redo the inside, much like the flight cases. Um, but the idea that, like, if I'm going to go set up somewhere um, at the events, like the when Thornwood goes and you guys show up and you have your booth and the awning and everything, it's a wonderful thing. But the idea that you could show up to Maker Central or as whatever your professional uh, business name, your LLC, Al, when you show up somewhere and you're meant to do tasks that aren't handyman, like you're getting paid for something else, a maker workshop, can you show up with something personalized and then it becomes like a point of pride that you're like, oh yeah, that's the box that I bring every time. Have you seen Al's storage box? It's so cool because it's not just something that you bought off the shelf. You it show up with a trunk, and then yeah. it goes, and then transforms, and it's your entire backdrop and like a mini version of HB. Yeah, like um, Lucas Maker Truck. Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. Which if it, if it functioned as a truck, would be fucking awesome. But it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the truck bit didn't work. Yeah, but that 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 again, it, like it's like the Stubbly work 
workplace, uh, Studley toolbox. Like it, it becomes something that's very specific to you. I, I keep going back to this thing of like it's, it needs to fit um, you as an individual rather than a general purpose thing. Yeah, like yeah. I think, like the general purpose ones, they they are out there. Though they're, they're not ideal. They're the ones that you know you have to unstack before you can get in, or you have to deal with a drawer that's not quite big enough to put the thing in, or whatever. Like and. And I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know, we, we, we are fucking makers. Like we, we make the shit that we need. Um, and that's kind of what makes us spiffing. People that we think that are spiffing. Al, have you got an order? Yeah, it's bar. Bar, which means Brett, you are first. No, it's bar. Spa, spa. Uh, which means I am first. Sorry, I was just about to say. Wait, hang on. Who said Bob? Yeah, Bob. The S is silent. Bob uh, is first. Uh, we are Bob. We are Bob. Uh, so I am going to admit, uh fucking words. I am going to spiff Pablo, uh, who is Summit Pause on Facebook. Um, S U M M I T underscore P A W S. Um, because. Uh, He's just one of the loveliest people. I mean, at one point he was very, 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 very hungover. Um, but he was, yeah, he was just a, like a joy to have around. He was kind of like Kiel in that he's just like comes over and he's German and happy and full of energy and uh, just brightens your day. Um, but yeah, he's um, kind of like a bushcrafter, mountaineering kind of dude, um, has dogs and stuff on his uh profile because he's got this dog um but also um like makes knives well puts handles on blades sort of thing um and yeah he's just was that, was that drunk or did he say that rasmus had given him a knife and he'd met rasmus maybe i don't know like i, I was talking to someone at the weekend and rasmus had given him a knife who the fuck was that was it maybe jimmy maybe jimmy I don't, I don't think I don't think Rasmus has given Jimmy a. To be fair, it wouldn't surprise me. There's, there's, it does seem like a Rasmus kind of crowd. Um, but yeah, it could have been, maybe. Who knows? Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, Pablo, uh, Brett, you are next. Right. So it's nothing to do with tools or making, really. Anywho. I was introduced to a YouTube channel that actually, actually, for the first time in a long time, has quite a small following. Um, it happens to be a comedian that is a puppet. So, first off, you got to like puppets. Must love is it puppets. Randy Feltface. No, we've talked about Randy Feltface. Also, he say, just put yeah. out a new thing. So, if you haven't seen his new little stand up special, it's quite good. Um, no, but obviously it was like, oh my God, there's another puppet comedian that I actually enjoy. But the channel's name is Chad the Bird. Uh, and the whole thing is a big joke that it's this bird that is very Chad in the uh, whatever, the way the millennials talk about it. But it's almost like Def Jam spoken word delivery sometimes. He goes through and there's very eloquent statements or alliterations used pretty often. Um, 
good vocabulary choice that seems very, you know, well thought out ahead of time. But he does it every week at this one place in Chicago. And whoever the performer is, I don't know. I haven't looked into it very much. Whatever it is that he's talking about that week is something topical that he's put a full week's work into writing this set. And they're hysterical because it's like a drunken bird or he's high or he just looks at the human race and basically questions our existence every week. It's really funny. That's all I'm going to say about it. It may not be everybody's cup of tea, but I watched whatever the most recent was like a week ago or two weeks ago. Had a nice giggle fest the entire time because they're also short format. They're all like 20 minutes or less. And they're so fun, but they're topical enough. And he kind of questions the status quo. And I think he's got some progressive ideas mixed in there, too, that you might be able to pick up on. They're fucking funny. And it's unique. And I love that this, like, ugly bird puppet is on stage. Uh, given the human race, the business. <laughs> so give it a shot. I don't know if anybody, like I always try and look for new comedians or just new comedy. I, I got to find things to just laugh at. And because their YouTube channel is relatively small right now, I don't know if it'll go in the way of Randy Feltface with his nice little following, but it's been really, really enjoyable. Uh, they also put all of their videos on the running playlist, so you can just start and listen to them all the way back. Nice. Yeah. It's it's fun though. I would give it a shot if if you like that kind of thing. Oh, uh, sorry, I was just checking my mouth because I moved the chair and he shit himself. Um, uh, Al, what about you? Who would you like to spiff? I might not skip spiff this person before, but he's. Basically, someone who just repairs tools, and his whole channel is just tool repair. Uh, Go on, Eric. No. And he's called Dean Doherty. No, nope. think so. Dean Doherty Greaser. So Doherty, Doherty, D R T Y Greaser, G R E A S E R. Um, and it's just like first-person perspective videos of him picking up tools, taking them apart, cleaning them, putting them back together, replacing things, fixing them. Nice. The job done. And they're all like job site tools. Yeah. So yeah. They're all like absolutely filthy. And it, But it's not like, I found this tool in a barn restoration video. Yeah. These are these are just clients who've like, I need my fucking, you know, demolition. Work, I mean, yeah, yeah I, need, I need my massive like SDS hammer back. Yeah. Because I need it for work. Um, and it's just great. And he knows the, he knows every tool inside out, every brand. Um, obviously, you know, we'll tell you what's shit, what's good, what's basically yeah. the same thing with a different name. Yeah. Um, and I just love it. And it's nice. really satisfying. And they're just little, you know, two minute clips of him fixing shit. I don't know what that one is, but it is fucking covered in grease. All right. Hold on. Hold uh, on. Uh, stripping down a what's the name again. Oh, hammer drill. Okay. Yeah. Massive, like big hammer drills, like yeah. industrial ones. Yeah. Uh, it's in the chat. Um, I'll tell you what, Brett, while you look at that, uh, I'm going to start on the emails because we've got like five of them. Oh, nice. Um, and they're all fucking like Alan has influenced the audience. <laughs> oh, no. They don't all have to be like Alan's. I know. So start off with Caro, who uh, said, did you hear about the restaurant on the, f the restaurant on the moon? Great food, no atmosphere. 
Good. Uh, one, one from Jeremy. Uh, I stare at frogs because it's riveting entertainment. Uh, uh, one, one from Alan himself, uh, which is uh, starts off with, "Why would you want me to stop emailing? You would have no e email segment if I stopped." On with the jokes. Uh, my wife says the proving him wrong. <laughs> Uh, my wife says the salads I make tend to be on the dry side. It's definitely something that needs addressing. Fucking hell. Um, uh, KJ Sternstrom uh, says Alan obviously needs an outlet uh, and he should reboot his own podcast. I agree. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yes. Not only because <laughs> one hour of dad jokes. Yep. <laughs> like and subscribe like not only will it mean that he won't have to email us every single day uh but i'd also i, I i'd quite like to hear him back on a podcast we could fun um and simon Harmon also emailed in saying how do you catch a squirrel climb a tree and act like a nut he meant squirrel i said Weird. squirrel 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 squirrel, squirrel. S Q last noise O I L <laughs> Squirrel. I can only say it two syllables Squirrel. if I also make it Squirrel. Welsh, like he's <laughs> yeah. Spanish. No Welsh Squirrel. I thought it like you killed my father. My name is Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, right. Uh, is there any other business? Good joke. Uh, yes. Man. Yes. There are nine. Yes, I have one too. Places available. On the uh, wine, dine, and hammer time yeah, workshop are. at uh, Thornwood Forge on the twenty sixth of August. Yes, um, check it out on the website. Check out on the Instagram. Go to the link. And it's an amazing day. It is an amazing day, and there is going to be a very special guest who is the second person to buy a ticket. Dun, dun, don't know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I mean, shall I, shall I reveal it? Or no. We just, no, leave it as a surprise. He's too handsome to be revealed. He is too handsome to be revealed. Uh, but if if he's listening, then just know it's we're not all... you. <laughs> <laughs> we are all very excited to see you. Um, so yeah, and if you don't know who it is, then you should book a ticket and come along and find out because it's going to be a fucking brilliant time. Um, yes, uh, Brett, did you say you had some AOB as well? Yeah, I just wanted to say thanks to uh, everyone that was making suggestions for the name of the trailer. It was on my Patreon, Instagram. But the winner, to announce it to the listeners of the podcast, I actually reached out to Al right after I posted it because I knew he was probably sleeping. And wouldn't you know it, our ex-creative director came back with a single word answer that just nailed it and then won all of the votes with workship. So the previously known international land yacht airstream is now the workship. And I'm very excited because nice. I'm have you finished the little plaque yet? Yeah. Nice. I saw it yeah. no, in stenciled, but I didn't know if you finished it. Yeah, nice. I just gotta I gotta rivet. Well, now I have to clean up the aluminum first before I rivet it back on there. I <laughs> like you. Nope. Um, that's a so. Great thanks name. to everybody. Yeah, it was just it was a bit of fun to come up with a name for yeah. this silly project I'm working on. Yeah, good chap. Good name. 
Um, do I have any AOB? I think I was going to talk about the things as well. Also, uh, so I did mention this on a previous post, but as mentioned just now, like the fact that I'm now able to actually start and finish projects again. Um, in previous years, I've had a lot of people uh, try getting in touch about commissions and stuff like that, and I've just not been able to take anything on because I can't guarantee when I'm going to have time and space to do it. But I'm now able to actually take on work. So uh, both for myself and I can obviously work or I'm working with Joe and Jimmy. Um, so if there is something that you would like to do, get in touch. Um, but also if you would like to buy an axe, then there's going to be some axes for sale very soon. So keep an eye on that. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. So uh, if there's nothing else, there's nothing else. Sweet. Um, if you want to find us, you can find us in all of the user social media places. You can find me at Moonshine Metalworks. You can find Brett at Skull and Spade 13. And you can find Al at Al's Job Shack. It's the Job Shack. Damn it! So fuck it. I, it's because I didn't think the, about it after I said Al. You should think about dropping the... the... Just Job Shack. Uh, no, because um, the company's house already had Job Shack listed. So I was going to say, go yeah. with the Job Shack, unfortunately. Mm. You can mm. go for Al Job Shack or Al's Job Shack. I could go. I could have gone for Al Job Shack, but that sounds stupid. So give me <laughs> the name. Stupid. <laughs> I, I spent a good hour like going through um, company names and, and which ones were taken, yeah. and then some of them were like, well, "It's not taken, but it sounds awfully like this." And that's yeah. what it would say on the website. It's like, well, I don't care what you think it sounds like. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Uh, cool. Right. In which case, uh, we are done. So, awesome. uh, we'll hopefully see you in a better. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when again. this is coming out. So we don't yeah. know. It could be tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. We'll, we'll never know. Uh, but yeah, we love you. Go play with your toolbox or something. I, I can't even remember what we talked about. Uh, we love you. Bye. 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 <laughs> I need to go to bed. Go play with your toolbox. <laughs>